Welcome to the Catholic Men Show. We're going to talk about Halloween. Let's roll it. <laughs> Let's see who the camera ends up on. Hey! Hello, Hello, I am your temporary host, soon to be revoked. (laughs) My name is Rob Holler. John Mark Grodi. Father Jeff Walker. Peter Range. Nicolas de la Torre. (laughs) Today we are going to talk about Halloween. So, as Catholics, how do we approach Halloween? How do we celebrate it? Do we celebrate it? A lot of questions about Halloween in general and specifically... And before we get to those questions, those very important questions that we are continuing from last time, I want to tell you about Awaken Nation. If you go to awakencatholic.org slash donate, you can become part of the Awaken Nation. What is the Awaken Nation? It is a group of people like you who are enthusiastic, nay, nay, excited, Ooh. charged up about sharing the truth through beauty. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. We really appreciate it. It supports this ministry. Another cool way you can support Awaken Catholic is by downloading the Hallow app, which is very appropriate, coming Halloween. Mm-hmm, Hallow. Mm-hmm. But you can hallow the name of our Father by spending time every morning or evening with this Hallow app, meditating on our Lord. It's a guided Christian meditation app. It's really cool, really well implemented, really great um, interface. I'm running out of words here. And Nick, you're really distracting me. The All point right. is, go to Hallow app hallow.app slash awaken to download it and use the uh, 30 free day trial. It's so distracting, Nick. <laughs> and it, but now and you're it better supports lit. this ministry. Now you're better Download lit. the app. I'm just really hallow. glad that this time you said we can use the hollow app in the evening too. Yes. You were talking about all these early mornings. I'm on a college I'm, campus. I'm a morning I literally use every night to go to sleep. They coffee in one hand, hollow in the other. Like I was really just worried about John Mark's permission to use it at night. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was just really trying to extend that until Nick got back to his seat. So. Mm. Well, yeah. you don't need me, guys. All right. Well, today <laughs> we are going to talk about Halloween. Okay. So uh, we probably have some disagreements about Halloween. Is it the same as... We're all looking around like, who disagrees with <laughs> who? Who disagrees? <laughs> the light is really uh, yeah. bright. It's really bright, yeah. oh, a really bright light. Yeah. Isn't it? We're fixing ruined. the light. Keep going. Keep okay. going. So Halloween. Tell us about Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. And, you know, is is a Catholic celebration of All Hallows' Eve somehow related to Halloween? Can we integrate the cultural Halloween with the religious ideas of All Hallows' Eve? Is there an intersection between uh, the sacred and the secular? Dude. Or should we make a really strong distinction and take a hard stance? Who would do that? A Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That was when we just that was the best that was a great introduction. That was really good. I think you're doing these from now on. Yeah, that was good. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So Pete, tell us why we're wrong. (laughs) All right, to Pete. Let's hear the hard stance. We're so mean. Hard stance. Can so here's the first question. Straw man. Go. go. Can Catholics (laughs) celebrate Halloween? Be careful. There is a wrong answer. (laughs) I don't think, in the secular sense, that the Catholics. That is not what I should. He didn't ask you that. Can Catholics celebrate Halloween? So define Halloween. This is so mean. Ooh, he's pulling a John Mark. Well, I think that's an important thing. That's so can Catholic Halloween is a Catholic feast. So I think that's the first thing is that you have to. Is it um, called Halloween? Like that's the actual All Hallows, Hallows Eve. Eve. Okay, yeah. that, Eve. that's different than Halloween. No, no. Halloween is, is just a, an, an a English amal- amalgamation. Okay, well Halloween. that's that's important. 
Hallow's Eve. Hallow's Eve. I'm all for All Hallow's Eve. That's great. Are you but, for but Halloween? Halloween? Like, where did the word Halloween come from? Is that... All Hallow's Eve. That's like... All Hallow's Eve. Right, but like, it's in a... <laughs> No, it's fine. This is good. This is all really important for those who want to know the truth. Just keep listening. Um, <laughs> it's true. You learn a think. lot about the truth by studying heresy. Go That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> very important. Very important. Like Look, I'm glad you two Look, sat together. This yeah, is good. It was, it was we were told. Oh this man, it's not true. Yeah, I, I did say that. Go ahead yeah. with your error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, if no, we still have any viewers, uh, let's, yeah. let's first define for if father could do this. What is all hollows Eve? And let's start there. That's a great start. Yeah. So it is the Eve of all saints day. So all saints day is November 1st. It's the beginning of a month, um, traditionally dedicated in the Catholic church to the contemplation of death and the afterlife. And so the month of November begins with two feast days, All Saints Day, as we s celebrate, remember, and aspire to be uh, the citizens of heaven. Um, and we celebrate all of the saints, not just those canonized, but the only people in heaven are saints. So we begin the month um, of the dead, in a way, by focusing on the saints in heaven, November 2nd, we focus on All Souls Day. And so we focus there especially on the souls in purgatory who are being purified and in their final preparation to be brought into the joy of the kingdom of heaven. And so it's sort of the kickoff for a whole month um, when Catholics contemplate the reality of death and life after death. It's beautiful. I Dang. love it. And I'm all for and that. Something worth celebrating. Yeah. 100%. Now, the, the tradition of Halloween, what we do culturally, what we do in America, I think it has a variety of roots. Yeah. Um, I've heard Gaelic roots. I'm not going to be a historian. I stand so to be corrected. So throw stuff I will speak very generally. <laughs> but I've heard of Gaelic roots. The idea, the idea that it is, it is a day where the dead and the living are the most... <laughs> it's okay. They make medicine for that. Yeah. Are the most closely united. So the, the veil between Why? the dead and the living. And certainly that has some influence on our, our cultural celebration of Halloween. You know, the, the Day of the yes. Dead... You know, the Mexican holiday yeah. mm -hmm. um, certainly has an influence on our American cultural celebration of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I guess a, there's a question of, you yeah. know, in the development of the church, you know, how closely related are these ho holidays? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, did one develop from the other? Yeah. Because um, what's the deal with, so with All Hallows Eve, certainly it's the eve of that feast day, but wh where did all the, the death, demonic, scary monster stuff come from that's involved in Hallows Eve? Where did that, what was the origin of that? Well, is this another one of those examples where the church adopted <laughs> a pagan holiday? I don't think so. I think they, that they have just sort of come together because All Saints Day began as the feast of the dedication of the Pantheon. So the church in Rome, which was originally dedicated to all the pagan gods, um, is now a Christian church dedicated specifically to St. Mary and the Martyrs. And so it's, I suppose in that sense, it's related to paganism because yeah. it's about Christ conquering uh, the pagan the, the pagan notions of society, mm -hmm. right? So 
what was once used uh, to worship false gods is now used to worship the one true God. That's beautiful. And so the dedication of that church was celebrated not just in that church, but throughout the city of Rome, then eventually in the whole church. And it became, it morphed into All Saints Day over the years. So it does have that connection to paganism, I guess, in that the message is that Christ, Christ is, has, the truth of Christ has conquered the false ideas of paganism. So it's really interesting to me to think about how both God and the devil work in our world today and how God takes things that are really evil and awful sometimes. And, but we can see, sees the word almost in everything, right? How God is transforming everything to draw closer to his heart. But in the same way we see like God takes taking, or you see the devil taking something good and trying to influence it towards the negative. And so you have this beautiful tradition of the church, all hallows Eve and, you know, uh, remembering the dead and praying for them, uh, that there will come into eternal paradise, but then the devil taking it and, and just influencing it with all these demonic and the, the horror movies and stuff like that, which none of us watch. So, um, <laughs> well, so, so in the last episode, we talked about how a lot of Halloween is tied up in the supernatural and, I can that makes a lot of sense with the Catholic celebration of Halloween mm-hmm. um, because life after death is a very supernatural thing. It's mm-hmm. something that can't be seen. It can't be touched. It can't be experienced until you're there experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is already sort of a built in mysticism to this contemplation of death and life after death. And so it's not too much of a stretch to see how that moves into sort of all of the all of the supernatural. It's just mm-hmm. a focus on what is not of this world. Wasn't there an element, again, we're getting into stuff that we can't Google because all of our phones are turned off right now, but wasn't there an element I, I, of, mine's not. of Halloween just... in terms of like mocking the devil? You know, a sort of... So that's part of... There, St. Albert the Great talks about the import, the not the importance, but the validity of mocking the evil one, that the devil fell because of pride, and so there's nothing that... Um, he can't put up with less than mocking because he, the original sin of all of us is really is to think that we are God. Mm -hmm. And so while it's sinful to mock the Lord, um, we would never want to mock God. Um, the evil one is, he's sort of like a self mockery in thinking that he is God. So, so does that kind of get at the costumes part of the celebration well, of Halloween? Yeah, I, thought there was, I thought there was a whole like a, a death, death, where is your sting kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Maybe I, I can poking. come like, into defense scared, yeah. of my good buddy, Pete. Do it. Who hasn't even said anything. Who hasn't said anything. But <laughs> everyone's, just, everyone's he's, just assuming he's wrong. <laughs> Which is just, it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. So I think. Watch part one well, of this yeah. two part series. There we go. So, Context is everything. so we're in a cultural situation now where, you know, a lot of the roots in the development of the holiday, you know, a lot of people approach Halloween, you know, I, I got to believe without the intention of reaching towards the sacred. Sure. Sure. You know, um, I think of the secularization of the holiday and there are certainly aspects of it. You know, think of all the horror movies that are problematic. <laughs> That Nick watches all the time. Nick watches all the time. Uh, Not true. So I think a lot of how people approach the holiday is in many ways twisted, perverted. Right. And it's not something where the sacred is meeting the 
Yeah, no. Secular uh, is meeting the sacred. Again, it's precisely that distinction we made on on, on last episode. It was that like in art, we recognize when sometimes, um, what do we want to say? Um, well, okay. In movies, sometimes, you know, violence or torture or, you know, uh, sexuality are used in, in part of the art. So like we, you know, again, many paintings and statues in the middle ages portray the human form. The, the, that stuff, that mature stuff, you might call it, although I hate that term is used in service of the art to show a truth versus like in horror movies that Nick watches all the time <laughs> where the, the movie is simply, I'm, I'm sorry, Nick, you don't watch this. All the time, it's okay. Where the movie is simply the excuse to indulge in the, to relish these things. Yeah. And that's a crucial distinction. And so again, the, the point you're making here is that the Halloween, not as it is in theory, maybe as it should be, as it originated perhaps in the church, but as it is right now, as it will occur here, you know, when the, when this episode goes out in a week or two or whenever that is, as it occurs now, um, when you're going into it, are you going into it using the, the opportunity as an excuse to, oh, I get to put on gruesome costumes and scare little children and pig out on yeah. high fructose corn syrup candy? Yeah. Or mm. are we as Catholics using al Eve as this moment to remember our death, to think about the spiritual life, to think about mm. the, the, the saints day to come? And although I'm still thinking through this this element a little bit, this sort of poking fun at death, poking fun at, at evil, you know, death, where is thy sting kind well, of It's a, a little element. bit of a two-edged sword. So if you yeah. think of um, the costumes right. part of Halloween, and you think of um, why someone might dress up <clears throat> as something scary, yeah, I can sort of see three ways that that goes, mm-hmm. just as I'm thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. There's one sense, which is, I think problematic in which, um, you know, you might dress up someone wearing the whole like red suit with the horns and the tail. Um, and I think that can be problematic on one edge of the sword, um, because it makes the devil seem like a cartoon or a character. Oh, it like diminishes so, the so gravity. So it does the opposite of what the, of what the holiday is supposed to do. Correct. Right. Or what what this aspect of it yeah, is yeah. supposed to do? Well, rather than poking fun at it, you're you're um, uh, yeah you're diminishing the gravity of the significance exactly. of world, spiritual yeah. So so that's one edge of the sword. The other edge of the sword is that you dress up like something scary, um, and then you take off the mask because you realize because it's also like the devil is real, and he is powerful, but he is not like equal to God. Mm. He's just a dude wearing a mask in the end Mm. that God is so much more infinitely powerful that while we might be intimidated by what looks scary for those who are in Christ, there is absolutely nothing to fear when he is unmasked. Right. He is. (laughs) Um, So that's like the two edges of that sword. And then the third thing, which is not even on the sword is, um, Clearly, is it the hill depraved? And that's no, that's sort of like the sexy devil, right? <laughs> honest or good? No, this, this yeah. is part of the Halloween experience. Yeah, this says yeah. the college campus it glorifies it. Is to yeah. the whole store is yeah. devoted to that, and yeah. that's that's clearly twisted. That's, yeah, that's clearly not it on many levels. But, just, yeah. Yeah. but with with the the cartoonish thing and the scary thing, I think there's really a two edged sword there. And I almost feel like the sexy devil is is more accurate than the cartoonish one. Because this was unexpected. He appears as everything you've ever desired. Yeah, like the, there is that seductive nature where whether it's mm. whether it is actually sex or whether it's other forms of addiction like opioids or whether it's gambling or whether it's um, anything that draws us to vice rather than virtue, like 
the devil comes in, in attractive packages mm-hmm. to trick you. But like, obviously to, to act that out, uh, for an individual to act that out, right. is, of course, uh, an attack. Yeah, I, right. Right. I, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> agree with everything you said. However, that dyna- dynamic is not at all in play, I don't think, in the actual practice. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. of course not. Of course yeah. not. I'm just saying. Contra- but you know, that is true. Differently than the cartoon where the cartoon is diminishing the gravity, it's almost like... It uh, reveals a certain truth. Exactly. Yeah. It's enacting the gravity. But don't do sense. it. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. So here's my struggle. And I'm <laughs> oh, have to, I'll have to throw this out there and then leave because I literally have to go. But um, so I've got, you know, these little kids at home and the little kids already love dressing up and going out and getting candy and stuff like Mm -hmm. their idea of Halloween is so far separated from the church's idea of like, this is a month to remember those who have gone before us, the saints and everything of that nature. And so the question is like, should Catholics celebrate Halloween? It's like, I think Catholics should celebrate all hollows Eve because that's beautiful, but what should we be doing? And that's really actually hard to do, especially yeah. if going to mass, if you, it's a holy day of obligation. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. So, so we go there, but then <laughs> the kids, they also like, they want to get dressed up in their Spider-Man and different mm-hmm. outfits and stuff. And so is that like, is that wrong? No, but like, that's what they, I feel like Mike, Mike, I'll just speak to my kids. That's what they remember. And that's what they get excited about then is just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I get to dress up and go get candy. Like I'll take them to mass. Mm-hmm. We'll pray. We'll try to pray at home. We'll try to tell them, but that other stuff, it's just so attractive that it's hard to keep them focused on like what it's all about. And so that's why I'm like hesitant to say yeah. like, once you st- dip your toes in the water, it's hard not to get fully plunged in the culture. That's like a separate, you know, and that's really another topic too. Like we keep coming up with these great new topics. Yeah. Cause that's more of like, that's true of any holiday. That's true of Christmas. Yeah. It's true, true of like, Easter. How do we Christmas. celebrate Christmas without getting caught up in Christmas? I wasn't going to say anything, but that right? is going to be Easter a topic we address. TM, in you know, like yeah. all those kinds of things. Well, so the thing a- is that they're all different ways of feasting, right? So these are feast days of the church. Interesting. So there's actually something very appropriate that on All Saints Day, your kids are overloaded with candy. Interesting. Or, I want you to come uh, take care of things. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's the fun uncle. Yeah, yeah, the fun uncle. On candy and then goes home. See right? No, but like, right. so that's, that's sort of like, you can see with all of these religious pieces, you do the same thing on Easter. Well, maybe not you, but like people in general, <laughs> right? Because you're probably against Easter too. Oh, Peter, are we allowed to celebrate we Easter as Catholics? Thank you so much. <laughs> the, uh, because we should be feasting on those ways. So that's a very secular tie in yeah. appropriate for children uh, to feast. Yeah. But it's important that parents and families really do make that tie that we're feasting for this reason. Well, and this the best part is other people will give you the food. And this, I I feel like this does wrap up the topic in, well, you, I want you to say more. No, I've got to go. Yes. So I love you guys. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank it. you, Pete, care. for coming. Good. Yeah. <laughs> is there, is there more to be said? I feel like that was great. No, I think this is a good wrap-up point yeah. because the point is that with all the distinctions being made, you know, you still then have to prudently decide how does my me and my family yes, engage that's the in key. this, and that's a, a, a much bigger, yeah. longer topic. And yeah. that's all we're trying to do here is, is offer uh, perspectives and ways to, to process things. We're not here to say here is what you should do, unless there are blatant church teachings on any given thing. But like you should um, go to mass. Like you should go to mass on a holy day of obligation, absolutely, as well as, you know, every Sunday. But, uh, you know, other than the pandemic dispensation. So here we are. Gentlemen, this has been a great conversation. Yes. I appreciate all of you. Peter, love you, bro. All Hallows Pete. Pete. All Hallows Pete. Wait, what? Is that a thing? Such a dramatic (laughs) exit. I tell you what. (laughs) Uh, John Mark, do you want to... 
Take us in. Nicholas, I would be just happy to. Oh, good. If you like this rather meandering discussion we've had about <laughs> Halloween here, you can become part of the Awakenation. What is the Awakenation? It's people just like you who like uh, this effort of bringing truth through beauty. And uh, you can go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. A one-time recurring donation would mean a lot to us to keep this ministry going. Another cool way to do that is to go to hallow.app slash awaken. Download the Hallow app. It's a great Christian meditation app. Beautiful, well-implemented. We all use it here at Awaken, or some of us, those of us who actually pray about things. (laughs) (laughs) And if you get the 30-day free subscription, um, it really supports our ministry. We really appreciate that. So thank you very much. Oh, John Mark. You're wonderful. Uh, you are also, <laughs> sir. Guys, this has been great. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our conversations, both this one and part one uh, for Halloween. Uh, if you have any questions, like hit us up in the comments, send us a message on the website, and uh, we are here. And, uh, you know, I want to, like, this is a community. This, this is happening. Like, we're, we're developing some real relationships, I think. This is the Awaken Nation. Well, they got to pay to be in that community. The, the broader awakening. Yeah, the broader awakening. The invisible awakening. now. Very <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Anonymous <nature. laughs> All right, we love you guys. We'll see you next time here on The Men's Show. This show and all media on Awakened Catholic is made possible by the Awakened Nation and the Hollow app. The Awakened Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hollow.app slash awaken.